Today on the Tech Bytes podcast, we focus on the intersection of security and digital experience management. As more applications are moving to the cloud, IT has to provide secure access while also ensuring a good user experience. Our sponsor, Netscope, which provides cloud-based security services, has an idea on how to make this happen. Our guest is Priyanka Pani. She is Product Management Director at Netscope. Priyanka, welcome to the podcast. So as I mentioned, more applications are moving to the cloud, more workers are remote, so this creates new networking and security challenges. How's Netscope integrating security with this notion of digital experience monitoring? So with this move of applications to the cloud, right, they no longer reside in these enterprise data centers. Organizations are adopting more and more of the cloud-first aspect. The internet is truly becoming the new corporate network. Now, coupled with the fact that users are accessing from all kinds of locations from a variety of devices, managed and unmanaged, it is absolutely critical for us to assess Mm -hmm. digital experience um, with a cloud-centric approach. Now, here at Netscope, with our native um, cloud-based solution and the extremely powerful new infrastructure that we have, we're able to secure all forms of traffic, right? Whether it's web, cloud, SaaS, or even private application traffic. Now that puts us in this perfect little spot to see all of this traffic, see that end-to-end transaction from the time that the user, um, you know, from the user on-ramp piece to that middle where, you know, the policy enforcement and the traffic processing occurs onwards to where the the traffic egresses and hits the applications and and back. All right. So let me read that back to you. So what you're saying is that Netscope is a cloud security broker. You've got this cloud engine that's providing security services, inspection, logging. What you're also adding to that is the digital experience monitoring, which is critical for security operations or operations or operations and security. You need the security because the world is different now about all Mm -hmm. the security stuff, but you need to do it in a way that's operationally effective. You can't spend loads and loads of money putting security tools out and then bring on a, a load of headcount. So what I think what you're saying to me, and tell me, confirm this for me, is you're saying we use the cloud to do all the security functions, then we put an agent at the edge to monitor what's happening. So what is the performance? What are the users? And that's a natural pairing of the two. Is that is that what I'm that right? That's um that's part of how we're approaching this, but we look at assessing digital experience as a comprehensive approach, right? Which means whether you have an agent or not, we should be able to provide you. Since we see all of this traffic, we should be able to provide you with that comprehensive view of, are you using our platform effectively? Are you able to access all of the security capabilities that we provide with zero performance trade-offs, right? And Hmm. that coupled with the fact that we also seek to reduce that admin fatigue significantly by making sure that you're able to adopt our digital experience solution without spending a significant amount of trying just trying to comprehend how the, the um, you know solution ought to be set up, how yeah. a you know configuration needs to be managed. So there is a significant focus on making sure that we absolutely um, you know focus on making sure that the fact that we sit in the center and we see all of this traffic, we're not just relegated to making sure that there is only an agent in play um, that would enable us to show you what your end-to-end experience looks like, but we should be able to provide you this comprehensive right. view. So- the digital experience, so that idea of having an agent at the edge gives you insights into the user experience, but equally because you're in between the traffic flow, traffic flows get diverted into your cloud-based uh, security engine that I'm seeing everything. So this then becomes this security service edge thing where the edge and the core become unified, which is what I like about the Netscope is it's this end-to-end type of approach. It's not like, oh, just send it to the cloud and then we'll take, then we can tell you stuff about it. It's actually a combination. That's right. So what this enables us to do is given our positioning right in the center, we're seeing all of this traffic flowing end-to-end, right? Which means that we have this ability to assess the digital experience based on the actual real user traffic. We don't have to rely on synthetic probes or simulated traffic to quote-unquote guess 
the kind of experience your end users are having, which means you get to see as a customer, the fact that you're utilizing this particular platform, this particular solution without any performance trade-offs. And the way we're actually showcasing this is by focusing on ensuring that as an end user attempts to access, say, www.somesite.com, we're Mm. looking at that transaction end-to-end from when the user initiates that transaction from their device, it hits the Netscope pop, it gets uh, processed in the Netscope pop, and then the request response, um, you know, traversal happens. Yeah, and then, and because you're in the middle of that transaction, you can see the response time between the cloud and the server, and you can see the response time between the user and the cloud, and then start to interpret, you know, and start to make intelligent analytic decisions about where the performance bottleneck is. Absolutely. Uh, the, right, so that's the idea. So that's really about using real user traffic to get the performance insights, the operational insights that you need, whereas synthetic transactions, you have to, part of the challenge, like part of the challenge with synthetic transactions is I have to, make them. I have to make them up somehow That's to, right. to, to do things. And that requires, there's an operational overhead associated with that, that can be challenging for some people. That's absolutely uh, correct. And um, add to that, the fact that when you have these synthetic probes that you're setting up or the synthetic traffic that you're setting up, at the end of the day, you're relying on a predefined uh, frequency of actually seeing these probes traverse back and forth, which by no means can ever replicate the real user traffic patterns which is truly what you need to be able to assess to say, you know, is my user truly having an issue only when they attempt to download a particular file from a particular application or they having a problem um, in general, which is then indicative of a backbone issue or potentially an ISP outage and so on. Mm. So uh, with a probe, yes, you could potentially see some of these aspects, but you would never be able to replicate the true user experience um, via that route. It's good that we can get visibility into the user experience, uh, but I, one of the questions I have with all of these digital experience monitoring or management platforms is, okay, I can get an alarm, but how do I turn that into something I actually, you know, what, what pro, how can I use that information to actually solve a problem as opposed to just having alarms blowing up in my feed every day? And that's one of the questions that we hear from our customers all day long, right? It's great to have this visibility. You're showing me all of this information, but how's it, how does it truly turn actionable? And that's where within our um, solution, we focus on ensuring that you're not just seeing this data for the sake of seeing this data. We truly couple that with the ability to take action. Now, in some cases, that may resolve into sending the payload to um, an associated or an integrated uh, ticket management system where, let's say, you know, in case, let me give you a quick example here, right? Um, Let's say we have a customer that has a site where they have a primary and a backup tunnel running in active passive mode. Now, let's say there's a tunnel flapping and the backup tunnel is now your primary tunnel and you have um, all of your user traffic going over that particular tunnel. Now, we have an analysis capability that's built in that will allow us to actually look at traffic volume uh, for, say, a five-minute time frame, right? Now, if we assess the traffic volume before and after the tunnel transition, let's say we notice a 40% traffic volume drop. Now, you would require, traditionally, you would require someone to be manually um, monitoring the traffic to be able to say, oh, there seems to be a partial failover. We haven't had a complete failover. Now, with us, what we can do is when we identify that deviation, when we identify the traffic volume drop, we can, via our integrations, actually create um, a ticket in a subsequent system, whether you know it's, a, it's the preferred ticket right. management system for the organization to enable them to actually trigger the right workflows or the playbooks that they need to respond to that. So you have the, SS, the sideways integrations with you know, the typical help desk application. So if you see something, you'll flag it and it will automatically create a ticket and be routed to a help desk operator to decide if it needs attention or if the system needs tuning. 
yep, we absolutely believe that's critical to enable mm-hmm. actionability for our customers. I've got Netscope, you know, primarily targeting security buyers. Does this mean you're kind of expanding into other uh, parts of the IT stack to reach out with your product? So to be honest, the way we look at this is as a security solution, it doesn't take away the fact that there's a need for us to exhibit the platform performance at all times, which means that we have to be able to exhibit the value of the platform, not just by way of being able to secure you know, um, your end user traffic for a particular customer, but we also have to be able to exhibit the fact that we're doing so without any performance trade-offs, which is what drives the ability to actually showcase the true platform efficacy. Now, that means we should be able to show the data, whether it's to a security team or whether it's to the networking and infrastructure team in order to actually um, ensure that there are no gaps in the kind of value they seek in the solution being deployed. Got it. Because we all know that if a security solution slows down um, end users, they'll find a way around it or complain or whatever. And you're saying you can demonstrate the yes, we're providing security, but also good experience. That's true. Because, I mean, we all know, right, as soon as an end user reports a problem and they start to say, OK, you know what, I can't access something or an application starts to exhibit performance. It's usually the security policies that start to take the hit first, yeah, right, which yeah. is why it's extremely important to show that there are no performance trade offs. And thus, you can ensure that you're securely, you know, uh, processing the traffic. You're able to give them the kind of application uh, experience that they need in order to be productive. So in the old days, when we added proxy servers and then later application inspection firewalls or application firewalls, there was always a performance hit until, you know, much later in the evolutionary cycle when hardware accelerated devices removed the performance hit. And people complained and people would do things over, you know, find ways around the firewalls because the security functions, because it was a problematic issue to them. So getting that speed up is important. But I I think also what we need to understand is that speed is also a function of inspecting traffic or decoding or decrypting traffic as it goes through the cloud. And this is where cloud-based cloud inspection solutions for this, you can send as much traffic as you like into the cloud and you can bring as much compute as is needed. There's no maximum. So if you get a spike, you can inspect as much as possible. So it doesn't slow down in that sense. But you also have the ability to access data lakes. So you start to say, this application works this way because I can fingerprint because I've got a thousand customers worth of data to know what this application is, especially with things like Azure and AWS, right? That's absolutely true. And uh, this is where you actually can provide that capability to tell customers how they measure up against whether it's, you know, traditionally what we've seen for their particular traffic set or um, if their traffic profile should change, what they should expect to see based on the kind of um, crowdsourced telemetry that we're actually seeing, which will tell mm-hmm. us, you know, if you change your traffic profile to um, adhere more towards encrypted traffic, here's the kind of uh, performance you should expect to see. So being able to leverage the data lake, that that mm-hmm. really large data set gives us the ability to surface that capability as well. So that's where you have the web gateway, the secure web gateway, you have a cloud firewall as, you know, that whole cloud access security broker and some probably some zero trust capabilities as well, even though today we're talking about digital experience monitoring and that ability to see what the users are doing and integrate, you do have the whole suite of security functions that customers would want. That's right. And um, it's extremely important for us to actually ensure that whenever a customer, no matter what kind of vendor they're assessing, right, for their SSE and eventually for the longer term SASE architecture, it is critical to make sure that you have a good capability, good critical capability for a digital experience solution in place to ensure that you can you can have that true assessment of a cloud-based solution. 
just like, you know, you wouldn't take physical appliances and put them in a data center and say, hey, you know, this is the new cloud service for security. You can't do the same thing with digital experience as well. So when you start talking about SASE and you talk about ZTNA and you talk about a platform that provides all of these capabilities, especially a cloud-based platform, it is very important that your digital experience solution be co-located and be built specifically to expose whether the platform or the infrastructure is able to support all of these capabilities in a, a highly available, resilient, scalable, and efficient fashion. Yeah, so you call that an important question in that I think a lot of folks are thinking about SASE or Secure Access Service Edge or mm-hmm. you know cloud-based security. You mentioned a couple of the issues. Are, the other thing, are there other things they should be thinking of when they're wanting to maybe migrate their security model to the cloud? Absolutely. For, for one thing, you know, when you have an effective digital experience solution in place, it is going to expose whether the platform is effective or not. Right. And that is exactly where the SLAs come into play, because it's important to not just provide the SLAs that we're expecting to adhere to, but also provide proof of the fact that we're adhering to it. Right. Uh-huh. So it is important to provide customers that clear visibility, that unfettered visibility into the fact that we are committing and we are delivering the kind of SLAs that we have um, you know, underscored. Right. So the digital experience monitoring platform essentially becomes a way for the customer to ensure that they are getting the SLAs that you as exactly. the, the corporation promised. Yes. Mm. Yeah. All right. You're, you're checking on yourself. That's important. Very important in an SD-WAN environment, you know, when our women using the public in the public WAN, as I call the internet, right? It is a WAN. It just happens to be a public one instead of a private yeah. one. Um, and, and there is some level of uncertainty about in people's minds. In nearly every case, the internet works better than the private WANs in every case. But having visibility can assure you that your mean time to innocence is exactly where you want it to be. You could look at it and go, the digital experience monitoring tells you that your access to the Netscope cloud is perfect. And therefore, the problem must be with the user or the server at the other end. That's very true. And that is what actually motivates a customer to actually define their processes or their playbooks to make sure you're adhering or you're actually utilizing this information to truly go after the problem that you've identified, right? And that is why there is a need to have that granular visibility. And that's what a digital experience management solution can enable along with the ability to take an action on the data set that we've surfaced for them. So that's where I think the true power of DEM um, is showcased. Meantime to innocence, the most important thing in modern mm-hmm. networking as far as I'm concerned. I'm all down with that. Well, we are out of time. Uh, Priyanka, thank you for joining us. If uh, our listeners want to find out where they should go for more information, where would you send them? Oh, I'd highly recommend checking out netscope.com backslash DEM. That would be the best place to get more information about our digital experience management solution. Awesome. All right. That's netscope.com slash DEM and that's Netscope with a K. We'll also have that link in the show notes that accompany this podcast. Thank you, Priyanka, for joining us and thanks to Netscope for being a sponsor. Uh, If you like what you've heard, you can find hundreds and hundreds of fine free technical podcasts along with our community blog. It's all at packetpushers.net. You can follow us on Twitter at packetpushers. Find us on LinkedIn, hear us on Spotify and rate us on Apple Podcasts. And last but not least, remember that too much networking would never be enough.